Hello, and welcome to the Flexco Mining Podcast. In this series, we'll aim to provide useful knowledge and advice on how to tackle common challenges in the mining and bulk handling sector. We'll interview the field experts on topical issues, and you'll gain tips and tricks to boost your productivity on site. Hi, I'm Ben Craig, editor of Australian Mining Magazine. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking with Adam Wright and Jason Coe from Flexco about conveyor systems. We'll touch on the core issues affecting conveyor systems and discuss tips on how to prevent problems or conveyor failure. We'll also talk about the best conveyor maintenance strategies and the importance of regular visual inspections and audits. Welcome, Adam and Jason. Before we get talking about conveyors, could you tell us a bit about yourselves and your role at Flexco? Let's start with Adam. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Really appreciate the opportunity to have us on the podcast today. My name's Adam Wright. I've uh, been lucky enough to be working for Flexco for eight years now. WA manager, so take care of a team of seven people over here in WA. And our role is really to get around to all the mine sites, make sure our equipment is working properly on those respective sites and service the industry as best as we possibly can. We've got a facility here in WA that's been set up for eight years as well. And our head office is over in Sydney, uh, Borkham Hills. So, yeah, nationally widespread company at the moment, global company. And, uh, yeah, very excited to be on the line with you today having a chat about the industry in general. Jason, how about yourself? Let, let us hear about what you do. Hey, how you going, Ben? Thanks for the opportunity. Um, yeah, Jason Coe, heavy duty specialist for Flexco. I've been with Flexco almost six years prior to that work for a one of our distributors basically installing scrapers and um, other conveyor products throughout WA. My role with Flexco is basically going to site, overseeing installations, providing audits, regular catch-ups with the uh, guys on site and just basically making sure the, uh, our Flexco products working to the best it can. So it's uh, one of my passions of conveyor industry. Sure. Sounds good. Thanks, Jason. So if we did move on to today's topic now, I'll start you both off with a general question about conveyors. Uh, what are the key causes of conveyor problems or failure? Probably would be the uh, carryback is one of the main causes. And on top of that, we've also got issues such as mistracking, spillage, slippage. You know, there's numerous things that we look for when we go to site, but um, you know, the, the main thing uh, we look for, and one of the main issues that our product caters for is certainly the, the carryback. So, you know, more than happy to talk about the carryback further as we kick this off, and then we can maybe go into some of the other ones you know, in regards to the mistracking, slippage, spillage. But yeah, they're the main ones we look for when we go to site, mate. Okay, just to summarise, the four core issues which you mentioned uh, regarding conveyor systems were carryback, mistracking, slippage, and spillage. Uh, I'd like to discuss them in more detail with you, just starting off with carryback. Uh, could you describe what carryback is and why this occurs? Yeah, so carryback is basically the fine product that gets stuck to the belt and gets conveyed down the line, causes all sorts of issues depending on whether the product is has a, a lot of more content, whether it's a lump, fine product, as a, and also belt speed, and it also gets you know, caught up on your rollers and idlers, causing the belt to flap, drops onto the conveyor structures, causes hang-up issues and makes a mess onto the ground and having the mines employ more people on clean-up with bobcats and more manning to clean the, 
been up near close to the systems so it causes a, um, a safety issue with more people in and around the conveyors. Sure. And, and how would you go about preventing carryback? One of the industry standards, um, the main product that we supply, both Flexco and, and all other companies, is cleaners, so scrapers. Uh, we'll talk about scrapers and cleaners throughout this. Uh, they, they refer to the same thing. You know, each mine site that has carryback issues um, is certainly going to be putting scrapers onto their conveyor system. The idea behind the scraper is to actually remove that carryback product from the conveyor belt itself and then put that into a controlled environment. So it'll generally go down a conveyor chute um, and then that means it'll go on to, to the next conveyor belt. So the idea behind uh, scrapers is certainly to reduce the carryback. You know, we can never reduce it 100% because, you know, that comes down to belt condition. As a belt wears, it's always going to, uh, you know, lead to having carryback build up into the indentations and that throughout the belt. So, you know, a cleaner is there to do the best job possible of taking off as much carryback as we can. So, yeah, pretty much every mine site you go to throughout Australia, throughout the globe, you'll generally see belt scrapers or belt cleaners installed so yeah they can take the um the carry back off and if we move on to the next core issue now uh can you explain what mistracking is mistracking is when the conveyor belt drifts off onto one side ends up running into structure causing belt damage it uh it can cut into the structure like butter a couple of ways this can happen is from the ore presentation pushing the uh, belt to one side and how would you go about uh, preventing mistracking? Yeah, look, uh, industry standard is to look at a quick fix solution. You know, we sometimes refer to them as Band-Aid solutions, and that is using tracking frames. You know, tracking frames certainly serve a purpose. They're a cost-effective solution to essentially track a conveyor belt back centrally. So if you go to a site and you see a belt that is mistracking, you have the potential to install a tracking frame that will grab the belt, put it back centrally so it can stop, you know, the belt from possibly digging into the structure and causing damage. And when we say it's a Band-Aid solution, you know, the real cause of mistracking is generally down to a conveyor being misaligned or, as Jason touched on before, the ore not being presented centrally onto the conveyor belt. So that tells you there could be a chute issue. Some of those problems are extremely expensive to resolve. So if a mine site, you know, is wanting to get by with the quick fix solution, generally tracking frames are the main, main product that sites go for to get a solution. The next point was slippage. Uh, so what is slippage and what do you do to avoid slippage from occurring? So belt slippage is when the belt slips on the conveyor pulleys. Mainly happens on the drive pulleys where the drive pulleys trying to drive the pulley. Um, if there's build-up on the pulley lagging, if the lagging's installed wrong, the lagging just won't grip to drive the belt. This can cause burning out the conveyors, potential fires, premature belt wear. So way to prevent it is ensuring the pulley lagging is correctly installed, good working order, free from any build-up and damage, regular maintenance, basically, and cleaner the better. Okay, and, and finally, when you say spillage, what does that entail? Spillage is basically when excess product falls off the conveyor belt and gets carried down the, uh, the line. The mining companies want as much product 
to be shipped as possible. So the less that ends up on the ground, the better. Causes plant downtime, more personnel on site cleaning up the spillage. From a safety point of view, there's less mounting that have to go near it if you can keep it on the belt. And loading the belts in the centre is the best way to minimise spillage. And how can spillage be prevented? Are there any other ways? Looking at shoots, shoot design, basically just ensuring that belt's centre at all times. So now that we understand the four key issues regarding conveyor systems, is it common for a conveyor that has one of these issues to also experience another issue as well? Uh, yeah, 100%. A lot more problems can happen with carryback. It can get built up on your return rollers, which will cause your belt to flap, which will then cause your, your cleaners not to work correctly, premature wear on your rollers and your lagging, tracking issues. You really need to keep your uh, conveyor systems clean. And as that belt comes back down the system, so, you know, can imagine it's running downhill from the top, the head pulley down to the tire pulley. If you don't get it sorted up, the head pulley, Ben, it's a flow-on effect. It'll start to affect everything back down the system. It's very important that there is a big focus on getting these things right. And, and if not, yeah, you're absolutely going to see a flow-on effect all the way down the system. And maintenance is, of course, uh, a big part of the uh, industry. I mean, what do you recommend in terms of a maintenance strategy for a conveyor system? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's probably Jason's favourite question. It's a question he gets asked regularly when he goes to site. I'm certainly going to let Jason answer this one, but it's um, probably the most common question we stumble across on a week-to-week basis. I personally think that conveyors and scrapers or cleaners should be looked at on a weekly basis. Scrapers, they need to be hosed off on a weekly basis. They have moving parts. They need regular maintenance to keep them running the best that they can. You know, these conveyors are running 24-7, some faster than others. You know, there could be apparent metals and piping and from the mines that, you know, get processed through the crushing circuit and end up on conveyors and get tangled up with scrapers and rollers. And that can happen. And you could have walked that belt yesterday and have something caught up the next day, you know. They need to be looked at regularly. You just mentioned that uh, the conveyor systems, you know, need to be looked at uh, regularly. I mean, why is a, uh, a visual inspection so important? Well, it's basically like your wheel on your car. If you have a rockle in your wheel, it makes it uncomfortable. So it's the same concept with conveyor belts. The smoother they run, the less issues you'll have. Keeping the head chutes nice and clean from spillage and build-up will make your job easier when you come to shutdowns. Cleanliness is next to godliness, they say. <laughs> and do you need a certain skill set for a visual inspection? Yes, in our opinion, you do. There's probably a, a skill set shortage throughout mining. One thing we have to always be careful of is we don't throw people without experience into the deep end. We sometimes do go to sites and we see people that are still learning about conveyors, trying to do inspections, trying to do quick fixes on conveyors and you know, unfortunately, conveyors is such a, a specialised area. We certainly feel like training needs to be implemented before people go to site to carry out these tasks. It's something that as, as mining operations continue to, you know, produce more ore, bulk speeds increase, there's more demand on, on the workers. And, you know, we, we need to find ways of finding good skill set out there 
in the mining sector in general. So the next few years, I can certainly see a big investment in people being trained to do particular tasks. You know, it's something that we also want to try and support um, by training as many people as possible. But yeah, we, we certainly believe that there should be a certain level of uh, skill from each individual performing particular tasks on site. Sure. So we've heard about how important the skills are, but, but how about the tools? How important are the tools that you use when repairing a conveyor system? Very important. And, and it also links back to the, the skill set required from the individual. You know, there's the, depending on the, the task that you're asked to carry out on the conveyor will absolutely require a special tool or a special set of tools to perform it, you know, and, and if if someone is untrained to use that tooling, um, it could certainly lead to uh, injury. That's obviously what we want to prevent in the mining sector in general. You know, safety is not only our number one priority, it's essentially everyone's number one priority when you go to a mine site. Everybody wants to return home safely. And, you know, one thing you learn very quickly when you see um, a mine site and you, you get up close to conveyor systems, uh, these are big bits of machinery and they all have moving parts. So, Absolutely, training people on how to use the tooling is number one priority for everybody. And for the personnel that do the visual inspections, how do they tell if a conveyor system is, isn't installed correctly? There's a number of ways of being able to do that. You know, someone like Jason, for example, when it comes to scrapers and cleaners, will be able to just look at it and tell based off his experience because you know, he's been doing this for 10, 15 years. But how do we start to educate people that are new to the industry looking at these areas? And, and look, it is hard. You know, that's why we need to implement things like uh, having the correct IOMs for all our product and, and other products out there as well. There should be QA documents um, attached to products that are going out into the mining sector. So there's a lot of work being done behind the scenes in all areas at the moment to make sure that um, the information is readily available for everybody when they go to sites on all conveyor equipment. So that's a huge importance for the mining sector at the moment. And another crucial part of uh, managing a conveyor system is the auditing process. Why is the auditing process important and uh, what, what benefits do you find from doing an audit? Audits are great because things change. Conveyors get sped up. So the, the original cleaners that get specced in from construction they may have been all right at that stage, but that belt might have only been running at three metres a, a second sort of thing, and now it's been ramped up to six metres a second. So you need to keep a um, basically a register of all your conveyors on site to make sure the cleaners are working to the best that they can, you know. And in a nutshell, you know, those four key issues we touched on earlier, they all should be able to be focused on and picked up during an audit. That's a huge focus when we're going to site, um, when everybody should be going to site, is just to pick up on these issues, record them in the best possible way and then put them in front of decision makers on site to, to highlight where improvements can be made. Without this happening, you know, it's going to lead to problems. So you know, we feel regular audits are certainly a huge advantage in moving forward for the mining companies. Can you describe what happens during the, the process of an audit? Well, you basically uh, walk and visually inspect the entire conveyor from the tail to the head, look at all the pulleys, watch the belt run, a couple of revolutions. You should be able to look at the underside of the conveyor without even having to go to the scrapers to see if the scrapers are actually working or not. If the belt's dirty, you can see the carryback. Obviously, there's something wrong. Those scrapers aren't working or they've been backed off or incorrect tension or whatnot. 
the main key is to walk those conveyors. Yeah, it's something that we like seeing when we go to site is people that are out there walking the conveyors and actually visually inspecting what's going on. It's very easy to get caught up in, you know, watching a computer screen or just assuming things are okay, but it's not until you really get out there, walk the systems, watch the conveyors and start recording what's actually happening that you, you get a real understanding of, you know, how that conveyor is performing. Okay, thanks, guys. So that concludes our podcast for today on conveyor systems. We hope you found the information useful. Thank you again to both Adam and Jason for taking the time to talk with us about common conveyor issues and for providing some valuable tips on how to improve the performance of a conveyor system. Appreciate your time, Ben. Thanks, Ben.